This is DZFE's Maestro Filipino, a focus for music with a connection to home. For this edition, I'm Daniel. Nicolo Paganini learned the mandolin before he ever played the violin, and Maria Callas was a dramatic soprano singing Wagner before she blossomed in the bel canto works of Bellini, Donizetti, and Rossini. When we first met mezzo-soprano Crisan Manicantan, she had a particular penchant for French opera. In fact, that was shortly before her 2019 concert, La Belle Époque. Much has happened since then, including a bout with COVID, that allowed Grisan to go back to something that a couple of her teachers said, that she wasn't a mezzo at all, but a soprano. Even as she recovered, Grisan laid out a map of hitherto unexplored territory so she could take the first steps toward expanding into a new repertoire. These plans now come into fruition in the recital Nel Giardin di Verdi, hosted by the Manila Pianos Artist Series. The event highlights another sort of shift for Crisan, who, from her usual fare of French works, now dedicates an entire concert to the dramatic arias of Giuseppe Verdi. Today's conversation tackles that, her recovery from Covid and more. But first, an excerpt from Nel Giardin di Verdi. Welcome mezzo-soprano Crisan Manicantan and pianist Raki Hendrano in Re della Bisua Fritati from Verdi's Un Balo in Maschera. Thank you. 
I had my last interview here last November 2019 for La Belle Epoque. After that, during the pandemic, I've been teaching at TCI Village Rehabilitation Center as a music teacher. I teach voice, piano, and provide music therapy to them. Most of my students in the facility suffer from addiction problems and mental health issues. I have also been active in some Manila Pianos online shows, and I also joined the Evelina Kalau Operatic Duet Competition and won second place in 2021. I have this friend, Gab Pagiringa. He introduced me to Sir Richard when I wanted to have a recording before. And then when I first met him, he was like, nice to me. And after that, I asked him if he could produce my solo recital. And he gladly said yes. Then after that, we had a series of online shows, some recitals, recordings. We had a good friendship. I've been a fan of Verdi ever since because of his dramatic works. His operas are always grandiose. And his arias also are, they speak to me very deep. And most of his repertoire, if I may say, are can be my repertoire because I'm a mezzo-soprano, transitioning as a soprano right now. So my repertoire is kind of in the soprano-mezzo-soprano range now. When I had COVID, it took me two months to recover. I thought I wasn't going to be able to sing again. I really had a hard time coping, talking, and I had issues with my breath. So my only inspiration during those times was, if I recover, I'm going to sing Lady Macbeth, one of Verdi's leading ladies. Yeah, I was inspired by Lady Macbeth because of her drama, her songs, her arias. When I was recovering, I was trying to make this list of Verdi arias that maybe I can work on if I recover after. These are my dream roles. (laughs) It wasn't really mild or moderate. It was kind of severe and my oxygen went to 80. But I still (laughs) didn't want to go to the hospital. Fortunately, we had oxygen at home and I was taken care of by my family. I recovered after two weeks, I guess. Recovered from the symptoms, but I still had these, you know, hard time breathing. When I thought I was having my voice back again, I tried humming even, you know, for a short while. Although it was kind of depressing at first, but, you know, I just thought, you know, maybe small steps would help. And then as I continued humming, I tried vocalizing vowels. And then as I was able to do long lines again, I could say that maybe I could try to sing again. I actually only worked with Miss Camille Lopez Molina with it for a month. And I was very happy to be able to work with her.
That was O Don Fatale from Giuseppe Verdi's Don Carlo, performed by mezzo-soprano Crisan Manikantan and pianist Raki Hendrano. We continue with our interview. At what point did you realize that it was time to pitch a concert proposal? Actually, just one of those chats we had that we were chatting as friends, and then I brought up a topic like, why don't we put up another side uh, at Manila Pianos when it's already available? So when he said yes, then I got inspired and did my work. Before all of this, where was Verdi in your personal repertoire? I would say he's just there, but I don't really sing him always. I've always been a French singer. I've always loved French repertory, but I'm not really that Italian kind of singer. But when I thought of Lady Macbeth, I thought of maybe I could put up a good theme, including her. So I included some of Verdi's, you know, uh, heroines, leading ladies, his dramatic repertory. I tried to challenge myself. I think it's particularly interesting because this is a, a shift of two kinds. You're not merely shifting from French to Italian, but also from mezzo to soprano. Well, my first voice teacher, she used to tell me that I'm a mezzo-soprano. Maybe I was young then, so my voice was not fully developed. But when I went to Paris, the French teacher I had said, I'm a young dramatic soprano. As I matured, I really thought that I was a mezzo-soprano, but I had another teacher who is Italian, and she said to me that I'm a young dramatic soprano as well. Two European teachers telling me that I'm a soprano. So maybe I told myself there's something I'm missing. Maybe there's something I should work on. And then I tried to, like you said, set the bar high, work on these arias like Pace Pace Mio Dio. These are dramatic soprano arias. Then I was able to perform them. So maybe I told myself, maybe I can do a soprano repertory. How do the two repertoires and styles compare to one another? I think to me, there's not much difference with French and Italian. It's just that French is more elegant to me. But mm -hmm. the Italian, there's always bel canto. So it's also elegant, but in a different kind of manner. The way to describe it is really just Italian and French. I would say that I'm a singer that has rich, deep, dark notes, but I have a high extension, but I'm not really that confident with my high range in the beginning. But I keep on working with that because, you know, I have a goal. I want to be somebody who people that I entrust my voice with told me that I am. Now we move on to the pieces themselves. You already mentioned earlier that you chose these pieces as goals, as it were. Is there a favorite? I would say it's Lady Macbeth's arias, the La Luce Langue and Una Machia e Quitotora. La Luce Langue has this sinister intention when she was singing this song. Whenever I sing this song, I love playing with the emotions, with the colors, as if she's winning. She's brewing something that she's going to kill the king as if she's claiming that she's winning a battle. But in the other aria, Una Machia, she's like losing, like, you know, she's surrendering. There's hopelessness in her voice. Mm -hmm. 
mezzo-soprano Crisan Manicantan and pianist Raki Hendrano performed La Luce Langue from Giuseppe Verdi's Macbeth. Earlier, we heard two other Verdi arias, Re de l'Abisso Affretati from Un Balo in Maschera and O Don Fatale from Don Carlo. These and other dramatic arias by Verdi take the stage in Nel Giardin di Verdi, a part of the Manila Pianos Artist Series. Performing our today's guest, mezzo-soprano Crisan Manicantan and pianist Raki Hendrano. Nel Giardin di Verdi premiered online on May 28. For more information, visit the Manila Pianos Artist Series Facebook page at facebook.com slash manilapianosartistseries. That is all for this Maestro Filipino, DZFE's weekly feature for fine music in our locale. Each episode airs Saturday at 4 in the afternoon, the following Monday, 12 midnight, and lastly the next Thursday at noon. Maestro Filipino episodes are uploaded every week on our Spotify and SoundCloud channels. Once more, this is Daniel. Thank you for listening.